Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is getting up to use the bathroom at the stadium. Excuse me? Excuse me? Oh, sorry. Excuse me? You mind if I just squeeze by here? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2017 Inside Line F1 Podcast Awards. Woohoo! <laughs> Kunal, our biggest moment of the new year is already here. Before the big news of Valtteri Bottas joining Mercedes. So technically, we beat Mercedes to a big moment of Formula 1. And I think we sort of stole their thunder or are <laughs> stealing their thunder at the moment. But welcome to our awards. It is the fifth edition of our awards. The previous ones have had a fantastic response. So stay tuned till the very end. And I'd like to just start off with a world famous tagline. So at the Inside Line F1 Podcast Awards, the winner is never who you think it is. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, that's so unlike Formula One in the recent years. We always tune in knowing that Mercedes would win. And then, you know, before that, it was Red Bull Racing. Before that, it was Ferrari. And Michael Schumacher. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Unpredictability at its all-time high. (laughs) Anyway, for tonight, we have replaced racing suits with, you know, formal suits. So the dress code (laughs) is a blazer, tuxedos, and a little black dress for me, of course. Uh Although, you know, we've requested a certain Mr. Daniel Ricciardo to come barefoot, of course. (laughs) In fact, we also got the FIA to issue a circular informing drivers that tonight's official dress code is, you know, tuxedo but barefoot. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we actually did allow Nikki Lauda and Jackie Stewart in their caps. And we had to allow Kimi's request to let him wear his glares inside our studio. (laughs) (laughs) Kimi, please do not trip on any of those wires. Everything is connected to something. (laughs) (laughs) And no, Fernando, you cannot be the cameraman for today. Please sit down. (laughs) Oh yes, we've got a deck chair for you, Fernando, back there. (laughs) Esteban, please let the ones sitting on the front row pass. Do not block them (laughs) on the entry style. (laughs) We don't have any blue flags here. And yes, in I think what is a first for any award function, we have got a racing cockpit here. <laughs> Kunal, you cannot sit there. Move. <laughs> this one is for Pastor. You know, he's tried so hard to pay and get into one. So we thought we'd do him a favor. <laughs> Not surprisingly, he was the first one to arrive to this awards function. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for your attendance and for your tuning in. So we literally spent the full year researching for this episode, Kunal and I, and we kid you not, we've got notes and notes and notes. And like most other awards, most drivers awarded are the ones who deserve them. But of course, there are some who asked to be awarded too. We can't name them, we shan't name them, but <clears throat> you'll probably get a clue as we go along. Kunal, we should have made a quick buck from a certain pastor last year itself. <laughs> <laughs> And luckily, no call this year from a certain Vladimir. (laughs) (laughs) Kunal, I'm going to be a little immodest here. (laughs) Unlike most other awards, 
we have got humor that will be delivered to our listeners till the last possible second yes i think that's our commitment on the inside line f1 podcast every single episode and even more so on this special episode of ours <laughs> and oh before i forget guys there's drinks at the end you know here everyone is a winner and everyone gets champagne <laughs> oh wait i think kimmy's already found himself to the bar <laughs> don't you see him doing shots there kunal <laughs> yeah that's always a more sure shot place to catch kimmy raikkonen and i think maybe jensen button to now after abu dhabi <laughs> oh yeah i think he's made a quick exit from the awards he's already having his what third drink oh my jensen <laughs> Unfortunately, Felipe Massa is not with us today. He says he's busy at the gym. He's working out for his comeback. <laughs> <laughs> And Daniel Ricciardo, I think he's out researching on his new party trick. <laughs> Because we said no shoes allowed at the war. <laughs> And we're sure quite a few other drivers are busy reading, you know, how to beat Max in the off season. <laughs> But Kunal, I guarantee they will all show up. <laughs> So before we get started here's a reminder for you to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Audio Boom for your weekly dose of Formula 1 humor. And by the way we talk a lot of sense on the sport and the business of Formula 1 too. And if you heard us in the last one month we have got driver interviews as well and we are actually in talks with more driver interviews to come to you before the start of 2017 as well. Wow. <laughs> 2016 was a fabulous year for Formula 1. I really think that you know the more boring the sport gets or the more mistakes the sport makes, the more fun it is for us on the Inside Line F1 podcast and of <laughs> course our listeners because Kunal we love cracking jokes at the expense of the sport and teams and drivers and team owners and sometimes <laughs> even sponsors. <laughs> So 2016 opened with a disastrous elimination qualifying format. Then we had the Danny Kvyat Russian torpedo followed by Max Verstappen super stardom and Ricciardo's shoey moments. <laughs> We've had Sebastian Vettel's rants which have been highly entertaining I must admit. <laughs> and uh, in between that there was Ferrari's ever hopeful press releases which we saw as jokes <laughs> and how can we forget McLaren Honda and their attempts to be successful in their attempts to succeed that's <laughs> <laughs> as complex as their engine configuration at this moment is <laughs> and this was followed by some epic moments thanks to Alonso Raikkonen Verstappen and the FIA too actually Kunal remember Mexico <laughs> And of course Spain where we had the Mercedes drivers giving us so much entertainment. <laughs> we also had a list of retirements and I don't mean on track, a list of retirements from the sport. So we saw Jensen Button, Felipe Massa, and this was followed by the biggest retirement of the season or for that matter the sport by a reigning world champion Nico Rosberg. Wow, that's still sinking in. And let's not forget we've had a highly entertaining season of epic radio messages. And this was despite the radio ban and then the unban. We've had the sale of Formula 1. Kunal big news. It's been a 21 race season and we've got a lot to cover. So the Inside Line F1 podcast awards are all about humor. So we've got some sane categories and some insane ones too. We've got the usual winners and then some unusual winners too. But guys, the usual winners are never that usual actually. <laughs> 
So here's a quick look at the categories we've got on the Inside Line F1 Podcast Awards this week. Number one, how did that happen of the year award? The bad boy of the year, promotion of the year, and then that's followed by the demotion of the year. And then we have the award that is pretty exciting, the race of the year. <laughs> We're also giving away an award called the strategy of the year, the retirement of the year, and Kunal, the bromance of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so coming to the sharpest end of this category grid, it would be the joke of the year followed by the rookie of the year and then undoubtedly the racer of the year award. Woo! So yes, ladies and gentlemen, let's get started with our first category. The how the hell did that happen of the year award. <laughs> <laughs> the nominees are Kimi Raikkonen out-qualifying Sebastian Vettel. Whoa, did that really happen? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we saw Kimi Raikkonen's contract being extended f- with Ferrari. How did that happen? How the hell did that happen? <laughs> We had Alonso's video camera moment in Brazil and we've seen how Brazil has delivered some of the most funniest Alonso moments. Including his famous deck chair moment. The one that he's <laughs> sitting on as he hears us. Yes. Then we had the giant lizard or the Godzilla on track in Singapore. Uh, followed <laughs> by the unthinkable Nico Rosberg overtaking Max Verstappen in Abu Dhabi. So these are all the nominees for the How Did That Happen of the Year award. And the winner is, drumroll please, <laughs> the winner is Force India and Sergio Perez for their two podiums this season. <laughs> Kunal, as someone who's worked at Force India, how the hell did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> so, interestingly for 2017, it seems that Renault's aim is to copy Force India and I don't think that's too bad a strategy if they want to get back to the midfield at least because they have started this season by first copying Force India's car launch creative. <laughs> <laughs> and they've already copied one half of Force India's winning driver lineup as well. <laughs> Hi there, Nico. <laughs> so moving on to our second category, the Bad Boy of the Year award. Oh my, I see Lewis is already edging over to collect his award. (laughs) Lewis, sit down. (laughs) So the nominees for this award, the Bad Boy of the Year award are Sebastian Vettel and his abusive rants, in particular the one against Charlie Whiting. (laughs) Lewis Hamilton for ignoring messages in Abu Dhabi and driving exactly like he wanted to. Again, Lewis Hamilton for taking selfies while riding a motorbike. That was a very bad moment, Lewis. Guys, that is bad and not (laughs) badass. Please note. (laughs) Do not try that again. (laughs) Do not try that again. And thirdly, Lewis Hamilton for using Snapchat in a press conference. And then for refusing to attend the press briefings. Oops, that's a lot of Lewis Hamilton nominations. But the winner of... The Bad Boy of the Year award goes to Esteban Gutierrez for consistently ignoring blue flags on track. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh my, Kunal, Lewis looks very disappointed. You know, one more title he thought he'd win this year but didn't. <laughs> <laughs> one more title he badly wanted to win this year. <laughs> well, he certainly tried really hard full marks for that. <laughs> so Kevin Magnussen, who's actually replaced Gutierrez at Haas as uh, Haas's new driver. 
Too many horses. As horses new driver for 2017. So he's claimed that the horse is already a better fit than McLaren and Renault. And this is without having driven a single lap in the car yet. <laughs> so he's learning from the Ferrari yeah. PR. I th- <laughs> I think Magnussen is just happy that he's got a third season in Formula 1 <laughs> thanks to Haas. But by the way news is just in that Esteban Gutierrez is going to try his luck in Formula E now. Not surprising. Mm-hmm. Our only advice to Esteban would be that Formula E has blue flags too. Please remember. <laughs> By the way our listener Lucien hey Lucien so he wrote to us saying that Hamilton should be punished for being a bad boy in Abu Dhabi <laughs> and he said that Lewis's punishment should be a top driver as his teammate <laughs> now if only Mercedes had listened or Bernie Ecclestone would have twisted some contracts <laughs> around but anyway well that brings us to our next award category and we call it the promotion of the year award <laughs> so the nominees are esteban ocon to force india max verstappen to red bull racing that's Big what one they are. and the much expected and formula 1's worst kept secret valtteri bottas to mercedes woo and the winner is well the winner is daniel ricciardo and his shoey which we believe was the promotion of the year because it was secretly paid for by Puma. <laughs> <laughs> Although I am going to take the liberty to announce a joint winner. And we usually have a lot of joint winners on the Inside Line F1 podcast awards. So, the joint winner for the promotion of the year would also be to Snapchat. I believe they've paid Hamilton for using their app in so many official press conferences etc and these press briefings because free publicity in bernie ecclestone's highly guarded sport is otherwise unheard of <laughs> sure i'll admit that i joined snapchat because of lewis hamilton <laughs> and esteban ocon apparently has said that he knows how to deal with max verstappen the big question here is will force india go wheel to wheel with red bull racing in 2017 of course we really hope they do So the promotion of the year category is followed by the demotion of the year award. <laughs> so yes, demotion was a big word in 2016. Kunal uh, Dani Kivar is already standing up to collect <laughs> his award. <laughs> Poor chap, sit down Dani. <laughs> so the nominations for the demotion of the year award are of course Dani Kivar to Toro Rosso. from red bull racing after scoring a podium for them that was a bloody bad demotion that hurt that still hurts actually it does right the second nominee is pascal verline from you know a possible vacant seat at mercedes to sauber like <laughs> yak <laughs> he was snubbed by mercedes and force india and now he's going to land up in sauber <laughs> we feel for you pascal and our third nominee for the demotion of the year award Lewis Hamilton he's gone from Nicole Scherzinger and Rihanna to a nobody like Rita Ora <laughs> like seriously <laughs> and he got snubbed by Serena Williams after probably Williams did not approve of his choice <laughs> but the winner of the demotion of the year award is Ron Dennis because he's gone from McLaren to Nova <laughs> <laughs> I 
and we wouldn't have thought that it could have gotten any worse from McLaren no, after their <laughs> performance lately. I'm also going to award a joint winner for Demotion of the Year award. This one goes to Fernando Alonso. Kunal, he got demoted from Formula One racer to Formula One cameraman. Oops. <laughs> All those funny Fernando moments. <laughs> and worse, he didn't do a very good job as a cameraman. <laughs> Speaking about McLaren, so Zach Brown has said that McLaren were outspent by $100 million in 2016. After performing like a midfield team for a year, they're finally feeling like one financially. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not going to have a title sponsor this year as well. Ouch. <laughs> That brings us to one of the most looked forward to awards in this award show, the Race of the Year Award. We've actually done away with this category after getting calls from a certain Vladimir in the previous season. <laughs> so we just want to steer clear of all possible controversies. But I must add that the one race that wasn't the race of the year was Abu Dhabi and that's because... No one was actually racing in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton wasn't letting people race. <laughs> On that note, some fantastic strategy from Lewis Hamilton in Abu Dhabi leads us to the next category for this evening. And that's the Strategy of the Year Award. So my nominees for the Strategy of the Year Award to the FIA... You know, for the third place mix-up in Mexico. And Kunal, we know that all of that was just a conspiracy to keep Daniel Ricciardo and the Shui off the podium. <laughs> <laughs> and my second nominee for strategy of the year to Ferrari. How the hell did they strategize so perfectly to lose podiums every other race? <laughs> <laughs> so the winner of the strategy of the year award, I see actually there could be multiple winners here as well. The winner of the Strategy of the Year award is Nico Rosberg. His strategy to win and retire so that Lewis Hamilton could never beat him back ever. What a masterstroke. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to award a joint winner. So the Strategy of the Year award also goes to the Azerbaijan Grand Prix or the Grand Prix of Europe as it was in 2016. They've used Formula One so well to tell the world they're part of Europe. Kunal, they're not part of Europe. <laughs> they also had this strategy of using fake facades on buildings, you know, around the circuit. Basically, these giant printouts to showcase a beauty that, you know, probably wasn't. <laughs> it seems that for Nico Rosberg, he can't win anything this easily, can he? <laughs> Bernie Ecclestone has said that he understands why Nico Rosberg retired and that it's good for him and the sport. You know, it would be good for the sport if Ecclestone used Rosberg's vacancy and got, you know, maybe Alonso into Mercedes, not Botas. <laughs> On that note, Nico Rosberg brings us to the Retirement of the Year Award. So the nominees for the Retirement of the Year Award, we've actually got some real heavyweights nominated. There's Jensen Button for taking a sabbatical and then calling it a retirement and then still saying it's a sabbatical because he's got a valid contract <laughs> for 2018, it seems. There's Felipe Massa, who was apparently forced into retirement and is now trying to make a comeback or will probably be requested to make a comeback. 
So I read that he's actually cancelled his Formula E contract so that he can make a comeback to Formula 1. Wow. And then there is, of course, Nico Rosberg for his shock retirement. So actually, I'm not sure if all or none would make a comeback ever. You know, similar to probably the German Grand Prix as well. <laughs> and the winner for the Retirement of the Year award is... The Honda engines. <laughs> They're actually a repeat winner, aren't they? They've had some consistency on this front. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's connected, but McLaren have sold their catering division. I don't know if it made money or if it was to cut losses, but there is some part of McLaren's business which is actually sold off. Okay, wait a minute. I think I have a message from Jensen Button and... Oh, so he claims that he's upset that he was nominated for the Retirement of the Year Award. And uh, it seems he insists still that it's a sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually very sneaky of him, Kunal. You know, if there was a sabbatical of the Year Award, he would be the only nominee and the only winner. <laughs> <laughs> it would pretty much be like his 2009 victory. The only team with a double diffuser that worked so well and then he finally got his world championship. <laughs> No hard feelings, Jensen. Our next category of award is the Bromance of the Year Award. <laughs> Formula One has had so many bromances. We had done an episode last season where we were predicting that an Alan Prost and a Pastor Maldonado bromance could be on the cards as well. But, <laughs> but the nominees for the Bromance of the Year Award are Nikki Lauda and Nico Rosberg. They've actually bonded a lot over ice cream in Ibiza. <laughs> then there's Toto Wolf and Jos Verstappen, who apparently have spoken or could have spoken over Max Verstappen's driving. Uh, there's Fernando Alonso and Carlos Sainz Jr. for all the Spanish love that they keep displaying in the press releases and social media. And then there is Alonso and Daniel Ricciardo for... Rating Ricciardo as the best driver on the grid at the moment. I'm also going to add to that Kunal. I'm going to nominate Kunal Shah and Nico Hulkenberg for <laughs> the loving message that Nico Hulkenberg sent for you on his uh, Thank you know, you. podcast uh, interview with us. But anyway, Kunal, you're not winning because the winner is Bernie Ecclestone and Herbie Blash. So it was a rare display of emotion by the Formula One CEO. In fact, I remember a picture where he was blowing Herbie Blash a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and we cannot ignore this. So Lewis Hamilton is also the joint winner for his bromance with Justin Bieber in Monaco. <laughs> I still remember how they exchanged the bottle of champagne and even Bieber popped a bit of the bubbly. <laughs> it was like, baby, 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 oh! <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Bernie Ecclestone is not here to collect his award from us. He's asked for money from us to collect his award. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> not surprising. <laughs> Kunal, our next category of award is the most exciting. It's called the Joke of the Year Award. So tell us, what has been your favourite joke of this Formula 1 season? So my favourite joke is actually the one that was, you know, I think a rumour that was set out that in Bernie Ecclestone's attempt to ban unauthorised use of the copyrighted word F1, he actually set out to ban the F1 key 
from keyboards. <laughs> that was hilarious. I remember laughing so Thank much you. about that <laughs> joke. So yes, this brings us to our favorite category, the Inside Line F1 podcast presents the Joke of the Year award. <laughs> The nominees for the Joke of the Year award are Ferrari's strategy and their strategists. <laughs> I don't know what they've been thinking in 2016. Then we've had the radio ban and then the unban of the radio. Hilarious. <laughs> and Red Bull Racing's fake threat to quit Formula One. <laughs> And before we announce our winner, I have to thank all these nominees. Thank you so much for giving us fodder to make jokes and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> But the winner of the Joke of the Year award is the FIA for their elimination qualifying system. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what they were smoking when they passed this regulation or this <laughs> ruling. Anyway, there's also a joint winner from what I read on my notes is the mercedes driver ad that came out seeking a replacement for nico rosberg and i distinctly remember how all the qualities but overtaking were mentioned in that advertisement <laughs> always good to have a team with a sense of humor <laughs> <laughs> the next two categories of awards well they are our favorite and they're like the best actor category in the oscars you know <laughs> so there's one for a debutant which is the rookie of the year award and there's one for the experienced driver the racer of the year award <laughs> so we're going to start by giving away the rookie of the year award so the nominees for the rookie of the year award are Pascal Wehrlein for being ignored by everyone in the paddock. <laughs> Except us, we keep yes. mentioning him on the podcast. We never <laughs> ignore Pascal. Haas's good start to the season, but an okay year overall. Uh, Azerbaijan, for what we've described earlier, they've, they've been fairly good in hosting their first race. Uh, the Pirelli Ultra Softs debuted this year as well, and my favorite, Chase Carey and his moustache. debuting in the paddock this season <laughs> but the winner is filipino massa <laughs> <laughs> that little guy beat daniel ricciardo on his debut and he's already mastered his podium celebrations <laughs> <laughs> so rookie of the year for sure congratulations <laughs> i think it's very funny that massa junior won an award but his father felipe didn't <laughs> <laughs> he's going the max verstappen way <laughs> which i think is brilliant already <laughs> and finally here is the category we've all been waiting for the category that is an award in itself <laughs> ladies and gentlemen the racer of the year award So this was actually the easiest category to pick an award for because Max Verstappen was the only driver racing in 2016 <laughs> while the other drivers were driving around at high speeds or low speeds you know Abu Dhabi <laughs> So Max Verstappen wins the racer of the year award for a lot of reasons a few ones that are on the top of my mind are the wet drive in Brazil defending Lewis Hamilton in Suzuka winning on a Red Bull Racing debut and Nico Rosberg our reigning world champion's post-race message 
from Abu Dhabi where he said that, oh my God, I have to now overtake Max. He's always there. <laughs> is testimony to Max Verstappen winning this year's Racer of the Year Award. Congratulations, Max. We're and, so happy to have and you. And thank you so much for a fantastic season of racing. We promised you a few laughs and we hope you had more than a few <laughs> in this week's episode, which is also the Inside Line F1 Podcast Awards for 2017. <laughs> Kunal, it seems that Ferrari's management is upset with us because they'd set a target to win at least one award on the Inside Line F1 Podcast Awards, but they haven't won any. <laughs> <laughs> Their winless season continues. <laughs> As for Mercedes, I think they must be glad that they didn't win an award because they have probably run out of people to send to collect awards. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, a big thank you for tuning in, laughing along and for the comments in 2016. We're okay. really hopeful of your support in 2017 as well. And guys, see you all at the bar. Remember, the drinks are on us. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Do-it-yourself doesn't have to mean all by yourself. Help is as close as homedepot.com slash workshops. Now with free DIY live stream workshops. Live hands-on courses from real expert associates. Learn how to install floor tile, create a tile backsplash, replace a thermostat, and more. All from the best seat in the house, yours. To register, go to homedepot.com slash workshops. Only from the Home Depot. How doers get more done.